a torts of course of course and no one can talk to a torts of course i just had the mr ed theme in my head ever since i heard that john tortorella got kicked <laughs> in the face by a horse a real fucking thing that's happened. a fucking horse a fucking yeah real horse kicked the coach of the philadelphia goddamn flyers in the face have you seen a horse kick before? It's violent. That's how Don Draper's like uncle or father, or whoever died, on Mad Men. You know, really? They, uh, horses can kill people. Yes, yes, horses, dude. Horses can beat your spoiler ass. for an old show. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like the fact that now I will say, like I heard Steph talking about this on the flagship show. Steph, a noted horse girl, former horse girl, perhaps even still horse girl. Um, noted that like horses apparently have very good like mobility in their limbs. So like, it's not like us. We're like, if we want to kick you, we're just going to kick you. And like, really it's going to hurt. Like, apparently they could be like, I'm going to kick you, but just a little bit. And so apparently the horse was very gentle with its kick to John Tortorella's face. His fucking face. But according to good friend of the show there, Charlie O'Connor, BSHM and the athletic.com's Charlie O'Connor. He tweeted earlier <laughs> about this that Torts was talking about this, and apparently uh, he became he came between the horse and his snack, and this this was the problem, which I understand. You know, no, you never want to get between an animal and its snack. Don't get with my yeah. Don't get between me and don't a mess snack. With my snack. Yeah, it's just not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not a good idea. So he got between. Uh, here's the exact tweet. So. John Tortorella talked about the horse incident today. It was after the Dallas game. He and his wife were feeding his horses, and he was brushing his horse Chevy's underbelly. His Appaloosa, Rose, apparently decided she wanted the treats. So I just kind of got in her way, he said. So Torts got kicked in the face by a horse, and thankfully didn't end up like Don Draper's uh, uncle, father, or whatever that guy was in relations to Don Draper, Dick Whitman on the show Mad Men. But, you know, I mean, that's just wild. I can't imagine. I would be terrified. I'm kind of terrified to even touch horses to start with. It doesn't happen often. I'm not usually around horses like that. But, you know, I'm kind of just like, uh, you know, I stay away and... I've never been in the position to get kicked in the face by one, but if I was, that wouldn't be good. No, absolutely not. It would be horrible. I saw a video of, um, there was a, I think this was in the, like somewhere in Africa. Um, this fucking zebra, which is basically a horse horse with stripes. Um, That's all it is. Yeah. There was a wildebeest behind it. Like a young wildebeest. It was like probably adolescent. Um, literally just grazing. Just eating some grass. And for some reason this fucking zebra was spooked and got freaked out. And it kicked the shit out of this wildebeest in the head. And the wildebeest was like knocked out. And it started having like 
it started like shaking on the ground. It was horrifying. That's how hard a a horse can kick. And John Tartarella took one of those. Now, granted, not quite that hard because if uh, if a horse kicked John Tartarella in the face as hard as it could, John Tartarella would be dead. Like, oh, a hundred percent. Not a, you know, it's just what it is. What it is there, it would be bad news be for dead. him. Yeah, yeah. It would be yeah. former coach so, like, of the Philadelphia Flyers, John Tortorella. <laughs> and we could yeah. joke about and this because fucking... he is fine. And it was it's something just casually dropped in there, like he had won a minor award or something for his humanitarian efforts. You know, just casually dropped in there on the broadcast. You know, Tortorella got kicked in the face by a horse. Yeah. Excuse me? Excuse me? What did you say? Uh, what was yeah. that? This is just unheard of. I mean... The most oh notable God. thing a Philadelphia Flyers coach had done up to this point, and it wasn't even when he was coach, but Ken Hitchcock had stopped that that shoplifter back in the day. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Holy, holy fuck. Dude, you know what I just thought about? Like, thank goodness Torts is okay, because that would be, like, I like Torts. Like, I'm glad I like Torts. I'm, I, you know, when um, he got on the broadcast, the other, and I think that was the same ESPN broadcast, and they asked him, about how the Flyers started that game. Yeah. He said, we suck. We suck. Four we're not check. doing anything. We're not forechecking. We're doing nothing at this point in time. <laughs> what could th- what could your team do better? Forecheck. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> One word. But, like, thank God he didn't die. Because if John Tartarella dies, you know who's going to be coach of the Philadelphia Flyers? Put on your lappy face, baby. Ian LaPerriere will be the fucking coach of the Flyers. Ian LaPerriere is the destiny. coach of the Phantoms. If Chuck, Fl- as long as Chuck Fletcher is the GM of the Flyers, there is a God. possibility of this happening, okay? Because this organization fucking loves Lappy. They love Ian LaPerriere. They love guys who take pucks to the face and lose all their teeth. Listen, man, I, I, I got to tweet this right now. Like, I, that. Oh my god! And do, you know what? This might end up being my last tweet, Steve. It could. I'm gonna be. tweet. Thank, thank God that horse didn't kill, didn't kill John Tortorella, because then Ian Laperriere, however, the fuck you spell it, would be the next head coach. I believe. Is it? No, I'm not gonna spell it live on air. It's not. That's bad news. That's just. Not I think work I out. got it. I think you got it. I think you. It's. I have faith in you. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. Oh, I did spell it right. The only oh, thing I'm missing is that goddamn accent over the e. Oh, nobody cares you about know accents. Fuck the French. Fuck the French. fuck the French. Steven Jaco says, all. "Fuck the French." Fuck the French. The French can fuck off. My my very God, French last name. Says, because then the he the Flyers head coach. There you go. It just With, you know, yeah. you're seeing the behind the scenes. By seeing, I mean hearing the behind the scenes on on tweeting. And you know, tweeting. We're gonna get to this in a couple minutes, but tweeting might not be a thing anymore soon because Elon Musk is a fucking moron. But I, I before I get to that, I just have to say go. <laughs> I'd like to circle back to Mister Ed and but oh, actually even before I do that. I just want to say, as far as torts getting kicked in the face by a horse, has there ever been a more apt metaphor for the job of coaching the Philadelphia Flyers getting kicked no, in the face? No, never. Horse? Absolutely the most apt. I would rather. Yeah. I would rather. Yeah. Yeah. I would it, like to take. Perfect. Honestly, I would like to be, I would like to be trampled by elephants. 
instead. <laughs> That's the experience of Flyers hockey. The Flyers right there. coach. Yeah. But before we get into Twitter, before we talk about the, the Flyers season, which is starting to really circle the drain a little bit, and by the drain I mean the toilets, it's I, I just wanted to say Because their season's a little poop. That's yes, why it's, it's a floater. It's a hundred percent a floater. <laughs> I mentioned Mr. Ed. Just so we're all, just so we all understand, like, just so all the listeners get it, it's like, we're, once again, we are doing a late podcast, so I'm just saying anything. Well, you should just say anything right anytime, now. because it's hyperbole. This is what yeah. the show is for. Well, this is true. You know, BSH yeah, Radio, uh, I'd like to tip my cap to them, tap, tap the stick, because this is a hockey podcast, yes. and say, congratulations on 300 episodes, we'll be hitting that shortly, and... You know, they, they just do such an incredible job over there. So congratulations to them. And BSH Radio is where uh, real hockey talk happens. And Fly Purpley is where some real hockey talk happens. But a lot of just whatever comes to our minds and whatever we want to talk about at a given moment is what Fly Purpley is. You know says. what, Steve? It's not it's not real hockey talk, Steve. You know what it is? It's just flat out real talk. <laughs> be, be real? Is it time to be real? <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So there's this kid I knew from high school who has turned out to be, I used to hate his fucking guts, but like he, now he's turned out to be like a really like good dude. Um, he, <laughs> he has this tattoo on his shin. Um, it's like an, like an American traditional colorful tattoo with like a skateboard and there's a ribbon going around it and it says, keep it real. And it's on his shin. Wow. Not, not so even cringe. an Owen Wilson one. That's just a flat out wow. What, that's what? just another, yeah, that's a genuine Jeez, wow. Jeez, that's, that's a choice. Keep it real. Keep it real. Keep it real, Steve. You know, when keeping it real goes wrong right there. And jeez. Yeah. Oh my God. I've been trying to talk about this for, I'm going to get to this now. So I, I mentioned Mr. <laughs> Ed at the beginning of the show and I just want to say, <laughs> yeah. why can't we go back to this simpler time when the premise of shows were this horse talks or my wife is a yeah. secret genie? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Or like, my wife is a witch. There were there were two different shows. There was one where his wife is a genie, one where his wife's a witch. What, <laughs> what a simpler time. What a time to be alive that was. The movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids would not fly today. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is from the 90s. I'm talking about stuff from the 60s. Oh, yeah. But, like, even the 90s stuff wouldn't fly today. Perhaps, perhaps. Honey, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids would be just some CGI bullshit and people forget about it in two days. Yeah. It was a memorable movie because they had these great practical effects and, like, the ant and shit like that. Like, you know. And I remember there was a section, I forget if it was... Universal Studios or Disney, one of the, one of the parks down in Orlando had a Honey I Shrunk the Kids section with all the stuff, you know, blown up big to make you feel like a tiny person, and I thought that was very cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Let's get goofy, but guys. Like, Let's go fun back movies to like goofy that. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's not enough goofy stuff now. Like, like I don't know. Have you ever seen uh, Van Wilder? <laughs> Bring it up, Van Wilder. Yeah, well, here's the thing. So, like, you remember when, whatever that girl's name, the girl who's also in um, American Pie, she's like an Eagles fan. I can't remember. Tara Reid. But, um, Tara Reid. Tara Reid, like, gave her boyfriend or whatever, like, some laxatives right as he was about to take, like, the biggest test of his life. And, like, the whole time he's taking the test, he's just, like, pooping and farting all over the place. 
And like, it's hilarious. It's so funny. And then like, he goes upstairs rushing to the bathroom and like his, like, I guess like the dean of the school or some shit sees him. And he's just like, oh my goodness, come here. Come meet your constituents. And he like, he's like, are you okay, son? You look like you have to get something out. And then he like runs over to the like trash can and shits all in it. Oh my God. That's what we need in movies, Steve. <laughs> That's what we're missing in Hollywood today. I think Van Wilder. Is Van Wilder 20 years old at this point? Oh, dude, I think it's older than I 20. I mean, it's not older than 20. There's no way. I, are you sure? I'm looking this up right now. I don't think there's any way that it's older than 20 years old. Like, you're talking about Van Wilder. Like, Animal House did that shit. Come on. <laughs> the gross out college comedy. Animal House was all over that. 2000, 20 years old, exactly. 2002. Okay, it's exactly 20 years old, yeah. By the way, National Lampoon. Like National Lampoon. Van Wilder, yes. National Lampoon's Animal House. So, you know, the, the, the college gross-out movie is older than you or I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. But yes, but, like, yes. There needs we, to be you know, more, to- I would like- be more toilet humor in today's movies. Perhaps. Why don't you go write the next great toilet humor movie? I, I I will. All right, good. I'm challenging we're you missing. to do this. I this is my the fly purpley challenge this week. I brought up these just goofy 1960s sitcoms, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's talk about the gross out comedy right here. Let's talk about yeah, let's talk diarrhea about in, a, in, a trash in can. a trash can, <laughs> which is you know an, an apt uh, metaphor for what's going on on Twitter right now. You know, we had the the horse kicking John Tortorella in the face, the metaphor for fly, coaching the Philadelphia Flyers, and diarrhea in a trash can is what Twitter is rapidly turning <laughs> into. And it's never been a pretty situation. Is... Okay, Twitter's never been the yeah. prettiest place. We have fun on there. I think it's a great place to interact with other sports fans. Uh, other people just on a number of topics out there. You know, I think Twitter is a lot of fun. Uh, it's not quite as stressful to me as a Facebook or something like that, but Twitter's not doing too good right now because we've mentioned this a couple times in the past couple weeks, but we haven't really gotten into the nitty gritty mm-hmm. on this, but Elon Musk, who has been hailed as a, a genius throughout his life for some reason, because, I mean, yeah. he's, he's with companies that, you know, really do stuff that seem like they're cutting edge but his tesla cars blow up on people lock them in and take them on death rides and who knows what spacex is gonna do and now he's bought twitter because i don't know they wouldn't let him just do shitty jokes on there and he has just run this thing into the ground in record time like weeks weeks it's taken him no time at all and like listen like I'm sad. Like, I'm fucked up, dude. Like, I'm not happy. Because, like, listen, I know we joke about Twitter being a toxic place and it's, like, the most awful place in the world. But, like... It's got its problems. Listen. <laughs> it, it's... Oh, it uh, definitely has its problems. But, like, you know what? It's, like... Like you mentioned, like, Twitter's a hellscape for sure. It's a hell site. But it's, like, a... It's, like, if the best playground in the world were built, like, directly next to, like a power plant. It's just like, it's so fun and the memories are ugly, but you, you look back upon it fondly. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I even think of just the playgrounds. I did, playground. I think of the playgrounds I did grow up with. And you remember like uh, the metal slides, right? Okay. And on a hot oh, day, God. you yeah. would go down that metal yeah. slide and it would 
it, it would just basically be one of the worst ideas you've ever had going down that metal yeah. slide in shorts. But you know what? That's a cherished childhood memory for you. So just, just to kind of put a little more context to this situation, here's what's trending on Twitter right now. Hashtag rip Twitter, Twitter HQ, $44 billion, Twitter. Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. Rip Twitter, Snapchat, $44 billion are all, are all trending. Right we got to get RIPD Twitter trending. All right. Yeah. That's what we needed. Honestly. I still haven't talked about, I watched RIPD and I still haven't talked about it on the goddamn show yet. Yeah. It's stunk. At some point we're going to, yeah. At, at some point we're going to, we're going to put it on the show, but at that point Twitter is going to be dead and no one's going to be around to listen to well, it. Well, people can still listen. Everyone who listens to it. Yeah. Everyone who listens to it. Is already subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify. Wow. Everyone's going to listen to us. Stitcher. Google. Stitcher. I'm trying to remember. Three men in a podcast. Uh, I don't even know what the other ones are. So we discussed this when we went to the bar the other day. But we... You listened to Fly Purbly. You really started listening to Fly Purbly during the pandemic. So you missed out on some of the great old Stephen Craig gags from back in the day. And we used to come up with just fake podcasting services constantly. So I'm going to have to <laughs> dig up some of those old fake podcasting services. Cause they were fantastic. I love those. I loved coming up with those and I, I might have to bring that back, but yeah, all those yeah. great, you know, fake podcast services that we mentioned back in the day, go find those. But yes, you can find us there. We will keep doing the podcast regardless. This is why I never got involved with Twitter Spaces. Oh, yeah, no. This that is never That and the fact ending. that I make no yeah. money off of Twitter Spaces, so fuck that. But, <laughs> I, yeah. you know. Um, speaking of the bar, I do want to say that, so, like, I was up in Philly this past weekend for the back-to-back for Giroux's return and for the um, Stars game. And after Giroux's... After the Giroux game, me and Steve went to Triangle Tavern down at um, uh, well, Pass Young Avenue. Avenue. Pass Young Avenue. Pass Young. It was if you're my dad. Like, so somehow, like I feel like people on Twitter don't realize. Like a lot of people think I'm from Philadelphia because all I tweet about is Philadelphia sports and the city of Philadelphia. Um, I've only been to the city of Philadelphia like six times in my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> so like when I was up there this past weekend. Um, I got to like normally when I'm up there, I do like the the bullshit. Like t- honestly, I'm up there for like the arena or the stadiums that I'm at, and then I just go home. I don't really typically like I've done the touristy shit, but like um, when I was up there this past weekend, I saw like the actual Philadelphia. Like I went to Pass Young. I went to like I, I like me and Steve kind of went around and I saw like actual Philly, and like holy fuck, I love it. it's even better than I thought it was. Um, well, I, so I showed like, you yeah, the good part. Triangle... Next time we're going to go to Oscars and uh, drink a bunch of tall yanglings and yeah, get let's go. shit. No, no, have a good time. I'm ready. I, I enjoy Oscars. Yeah, no, it'll be all... great. Yeah, it's an experience. But like, I don't know. It's I, I fucking love that. City. And it's it was so basically what I'm trying to say is this weekend, fam, if you're listening, go to Triangle Tavern, <laughs> grab yourself one of those uh, one of those pepperoni triangle tavern pizzas and down that bitch for me because that's what i did in my in my honor do that for me i love the triangle so it, it, always a chill atmosphere there i always have a good time there yeah and uh, a good good beer menu nice cocktails yeah uh, and i great beer uh, yeah 
I always have a good time at the train. No, I'm glad you were able to come out and hang out at one of my favorite spots. And uh, we had a great time. We, I have a couple yeah. more for next time you come up that we can uh, hit up and yeah, man, it was good to see you and experience Philadelphia. And we get to experience more and more of the great city of Philadelphia, the, the craziest city on the planet. But that's one of the things I'm going to miss about Twitter. If it truly does disappear yeah. is like, I love Philly Twitter, you know, not just Flyers Twitter, not just Philly's Twitter, but Philly Twitter as a whole. We were just talking about the chicken man last week, the rotisserie chicken man who was apparently at the Flyers yeah. game. And he banged the drum. He banged the drum. I want to give a quick he shout kicked out the game off. to Magic's Gopher. Evan, who had sent me a Twitter DM about the uh, the Chicken Man being at the game, so shout out to Magic Gopher on that one. But yeah, apparently, I, so I didn't even realize he did all that. He kicked the game off. The the rotisserie chicken man, forty straight days of eating a rotisserie chicken. What a champion! Kicked the game off. Amazing Warrior. job by the Flyers on that one. The best thing the Flyers have done all year, I would say. Now, Steve, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't we? manifest that a couple weeks ago it's i'm pretty sure we did it's very possible i mean i'm not quite going to take credit for this like i do with well i don't take credit i mean the flyers have just straight up stolen a few of my ideas over the years it's just, it is what it is Well, you know what this is another one i, I mean this one he was a pretty popular story throughout the the city in the recent weeks so this one he I'll, was, I'll, but I'll you know what I, I like to think that it was our idea no one else's. <laughs> no one else. Nobody else. In I'm sure marketing. that's. I'm sure that's not true. But you know what? In my head, it is. So Flyers, you're welcome once again. <laughs> Mainly, it's Steve you're taking ideas from, but now you're taking ideas from him and me, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Put me on the room. payroll. The Spectrum Room yeah. still grind, grinds my gears, man. The fucking Spectrum Room. No, we're gonna make it's the disassembly room. Mm, you should have made the Spectrum Room. And it should just yeah. be one big area, okay, where people, and I hate <laughs> cigarettes, but you know what? People can still smoke in there. They can do whatever the hell they want because it's like the old spectrum, okay? Sticky feet. Oh, there's just, they only serve beers that were available in the 80s, you know? It just, and it, it's all gross. Everything's gross in there, but it makes it feel like real Flyers <laughs> hockey. And I'll tell you what, the goddamn yeah. spectrum room is going to be the loudest room in the Wells Fargo Center. Let's go. Wow, we were talking about Twitter. Let's do it, but baby. <laughs> just talking know, about yeah, Twitter, though. Like, the Philly yeah, Twitter yeah. community. Like, that's where I hear about the rotisserie chicken guy. That's where I see the videos of Philly Elmo out there in the streets causing chaos with his drum line. <laughs> you know, this is where I see all the good shit. And I love the Philly Twitter community. So I am going to miss that. And if we all migrate to Mastodon or whatever, which is a fucking disaster with all these like servers Ugh, who can keep track of servers. I don't want to think about servers and discord. You know, it's nice. Kelly set up a discord, which is cool and all. And I joined it. I am in whatever Kelly Hinkle discord that's been set up. But I mean, that's a lot like our Slack chat that I'm already in. So, and I, right. you know, the thing about Twitter is I can just leave a tweet there. Okay. I can just kind of like drop exactly. it down and say, here's what I wanted to say. I don't even care if I get a reaction to it. Here it is. And I don't have to worry about like chatting and being like, here it is. I've just put it out there. It is what it is. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like you can. And now here's the thing. Like, we don't know that Twitter's dead. No, like we don't know. As of right now, it still seems to be kicking. 
Yeah, like my theory is that like it's going to be fine. It's just going to slowly disintegrate into something not as good. Kind of like the way MySpace did. <laughs> like that's what I think is going to happen. It, it might, but But like here's the thing though. Like even if Twitter does die, how long until there's just like quote unquote another Twitter that shows up? Because like clearly this model works very well. And someone somewhere is going to find a way to make like another Twitter. And then sports media people just flock to that. Well, and it's also, you know, there's also the thought that Elon Musk just might take such a bath on this that he might just dump the whole thing as soon as possible. And then somebody will just rebuild it from scratch or something, which would be great because I just want to preserve what's already there. I've been on this goddamn social media network forever at this point i think since 2008 i've been on twitter which is an incredibly long time and no don't talk about how many followers i have since only i you know i don't really care i don't give a shit and whatever but it's he has more than you no probably (laughs) not probably not i don't have that many but i don't care it's not a big you have a good amount yeah but the thing is, like, I just like being able – what I like about Twitter is just putting a message out there is what it is. Like, here's a funny Photoshop. Here's this. Here's that. Like, I, I enjoy Instagram, but Instagram is you have to put a photo out there. You can do some text in the story, but it's, it's photo-based, you know. And as a podcast medium, <laughs> it doesn't exactly help me for – you know, no. sharing photos. TikTok, I can't even share a goddamn podcast on there. I tried doing like a screenshot thing for a little bit. I got tired of that real quick. And I, I'm i not doing Facebook. Okay. Facebook, been there, done that. I oh. dropped off of Facebook in 2016. Haven't looked back. It's I still have an account, but it, in the 2016 election, I think I talked about this recently too. It was oh giving me yeah. just like such anxiety. And I couldn't do it. I needed to drop off of Facebook for my own sanity and mental health. And I did. And it was the best decision I maybe ever made. So it's so funny you bring up Facebook because um, I just deactivated my Facebook today. Um, and because I just feel like the only reason I was I used it was because when I was working at NBC Sports Philadelphia, I needed it to like control their Facebook. And now that like I... I'm no longer employed by NBC. I don't need Facebook anymore. So I was like, great. The, now, literally, the only reason I have it is to shit post. And I just, I don't, I, now I can use Twitter for that. <laughs> right, <laughs> well, right. I could. But like, so I was like, I'm just going to get rid of Facebook. So I deactivated today. And um, my last like hoorah before I deactivated was on Veterans Day. I took the lyrics to that, um, that uh, 2 Chains song where he's like, uh, rest in peace to the soldiers who died in the service. I dive in her cervix. <laughs> that was your last post and on I posted Facebook? The I, yeah. And so I, I posted wow. that and I said, happy Veterans Day. And my dad texted me and he's like, well, I have to find it. He was so pissed. He was You're just, so you basically upset. just flipped the bird and just left. Yeah, he's like, I'm very disappointed in you for your Veterans Day Facebook post. Take it down ASAP. Oh, man. You, you and Dave and Isaac I disrespecting the troops out here. Hey, I didn't disrespect the troops. I said, Happy Veterans Day. You did. You did. Two chains just. And he said, Respect to all the troops 
I'm going to dive in her cervix. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You went for it. You went for it. But yeah, Facebook is just a complete toxic wasteland that I, I just. It's awful. I yeah. just avoid at all costs. So I'm not diving back in there. So yeah, I hope. I hope that Twitter and the problem is just Elon Musk has I don't know if he's intentionally just trying to destroy this or what, because he's just been one of the most unreasonable managers, period, in the past three weeks where he's made everybody who was working remote. And I think almost the entirety of Twitter was working remote at this point and ordered them to come yeah. into the office. He sent out ridiculous. What, what was the email? He was like saying, like, uh, you've got to go into hardcore mode for the next three months or else you're going to get three months severance. Oh, and God. I think 75 percent of the does. company took the severance instead. Yeah. Yeah. Some, something nuts. Hundreds or it might even be thousands of people have uh, either left or been uh, laid off from that company in recent weeks. And the yeah. post I sent you at the beginning of the show or just before we started uh, where somebody was displaying text on Twitter HQ's wall outside saying stuff like, Elon Musk is just like somebody who's profited off of apartheid and he's like a scumbag and all this shit, just this scrolling text. Oh, what an amazing, amazing thing Very by those workers right there. And it's, it's the whole situation's wild. It, it is really wild. And I want to know what this man's plan is because he can't be just, work, you know, taking these people who know how this works and alienating them and just going scorched earth without, like he can't be thinking this is actually the way to save it. I got to think he's got some weird plan to tank the whole thing and make some kind of money off it that way. Because this seems, this is a more intentional tank job than the Sixers process. In my opinion. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it like I wish the flyers were tanking like this. It's funny. I think it was, um, who was it? I think it was, uh, C Morley. Um, she put it on Insta or at Instagram, Jesus. She put it on Twitter earlier um, that like she like I love the amount of solidarity the Twitter employees are showing each other. Like I do, too. It's fucking awesome. They're like, fuck you, Elon Musk. Like you are not going to ruin that. Like not on our watch. We're not going down without a fight. And like they are sticking up for what they believe. And I fucking respect that big time because like clearly this guy is just a dumb fuck. He has no idea. He's way in over his head. Um, like who, I don't even know what his goal here is. He's just, that's what I'm trying to say. I, I like, is he intentionally tanking right now? And I don't know what the, but why would he, I don't know. Maybe he took some sort of insane insurance policy. I don't understand. Or this is just an elaborate thing to get revenge for, I don't know, Donald Trump's account or something like that. Oh God. Who? Yeah. No idea. Time to go to Truth Social, folks. Let me tell you. (laughs) He's, uh, he needs to just shut the fuck up and log off permanently. Just log off, bro. (laughs) Yeah. You, you have all the, honestly, dude, like if you're this rich at, how old is he? Like 40, 50 or something? I have no actual idea how old this idiot is, but. That's actually a great question. I'm looking it up now. I'm on top of it. Elon Musk is 51. 51. There you go. There you go. And he thinks he's very funny and he's not remotely funny. No. No. Like, dude, you're 51 years old and you have all the money in the world. Why are you working? Maybe one of the the worst SNL hosts of all time. Still don't know why he agreed to do that. 
That was a disaster. That Him in the Wario costume. As somebody who's worn a Wario costume, oh, yeah. I can criticize this. It's still just one of those images I can't scrub out of my brain. If you are that rich, how are you not just living life like fucking... Who's that asshole? Dan Bilzerian. How are you not just like going out on yachts and like shooting canyons with guns and rocket launchers and shit? Like, yeah, like, dude, just go like do whatever you want. You can. Why are you working? Why are you like ruining everyone else's fun? He's literally ruining people's entire night <laughs> right now. Yes. Twitter bullshit. He's ruining people's careers. Like he's laying people oh, off. Oh, he's absolutely like, dude, ruining you're people. hurting well, people. Because there are people when they get to be that rich that everything's a goddamn game to it's them. Ego. And they truly do not give a yeah. shit about people who are trying to struggle and make a way of life. They they do not give one single shit. It's all about him just being able to post whatever right wing bullshit he's decided to post on Twitter on a given day and not get a criticism. You know, it's not even right wing. It's just, well, it is. But, it, it, you know, it's this whole like cancel culture Blah, 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 bullshit. Yeah, it's no. more about just like, I would like to post. He doesn't even necessarily post the most offensive stuff, but he is one of those guys who's like, oh, people should be able to say whatever they want to the extreme. But there is hateful shit that people want to put out there. And That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and people will post hateful shit whenever they get the opportunity. So. And it's a private company, so I don't want to get into the whole privacy aspect yeah. of it and everything. But regardless, like, he, he just wants people to be able to post vile shit, and he's just... Uh, he fucking sucks. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I support free speech as much as anybody, but, like, there are some things... Like, that doesn't mean you can say certain things. And, right. like, well, I feel like and Twitter some is, of the things he wants people to say... Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've seen enough hate speech out there, and... I don't think yeah, no, was, hate speech yeah. is something that we just need to allow to flow freely. But, you know, I do, again, right. believe in free speech, but there are certain aspects of ugh, getting in the you, weeds You just here. shouldn't fucking say it. Like, just don't be a yeah. fucking asshole. It's, it's, don't yeah, be a dick. That, that's honestly, that is the, wants people to the, be able to be the dicks. key to life. It, everyone should live life on a DBAA policy. Just don't be an asshole. Or, a, a, yeah. Well, both. Don't be an, an asshole. asshole and a dick. It's. All that. Wait, wait, what? An asshole and a, and a dick. You know, it's all the same. Don't, don't be a piece of shit. <laughs> An asshole, a taint, a dick, whatever one, you are. The one Just... social club I belong to down here in South Philly, uh, it has like a neon sign on the wall that says, don't be a dick. And it's just a great policy right there. Good, Very good policy, which I very much swear by. Yeah. So. That's how, I, I, yeah. I think but a lot at of the end of the day, lives like that. Yeah. I think... Fuck Elon Musk and uh, Twitter. If this is it, I fucking love you. <laughs> We've had a good time. Fly high, Sometimes you crazy bad. diamond. Shine on, you crazy diamond. Sh- shine on, not fly high. Shine on, you crazy diamond. Fly, Twitter, fly. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't want to see it go away because I do have some great interactions. I think most of my listener interactions come on there. I, for some reason, get this weird I, anxiety. That's how I know with, you. Yeah, that's true. That's how I know most people <laughs> online. I know. Like, I, I, I've, you know, I've met a lot of people through Twitter. I've made so many friends through Twitter. Like all of Broad Street Hockey, I met through Twitter. Yeah, I like, literally I wouldn't have a podcast. I, you wouldn't be Bro- listening to me if it wasn't for Twitter. 
No, yeah. Like I didn't know anyone from broad from anyone from Philadelphia before um, Twitter, and then all of a sudden I made like actual like everyone at Broad Street Hockey is my friend, and now like even more people outside of that are my friend now. It's, it's crazy, and Kurt, <laughs> fucking Kurt, even Everyone, Kurt. Like I haven't, I, so I still have not met Kurt in person. Oh my god! But like, the, I think the only people I've met in person are you, Steph, Kelly. Bill, Charlie, um, Maddie, uh, Maddie, uh, Gritty, Emily, um, and Gritty. Am I forgetting anybody? I'm sure you know. That's I'm it. sure you. I'm sure you've. But Twitter, like, somebody. but you know, Twitter's been great for yeah. meeting people. It and it'd be a real shame yes. to to see that all go away because it's nice to just have these text interactions and not have to be in like a chat room or anything. You just have these tweets, yeah. you like them and blah, blah, blah. It's fun. I enjoy it. And it would be a shame to see it go away, but we're going to see what happens in the coming days. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully it's still around. Hopefully it's still around. We're going to find out. Let's talk about these Philadelphia flyers. And if we're talking about this disaster, <sighs> that is Twitter it's been a disaster of a week for the Flyers. So I had uh, in their last yes, five games now. So they lost again tonight. They lost five to two to Columbus Blue Jackets. They lost four to one to Ottawa, five to one to Dallas, five to four to the Columbus Blue Jackets in overtime. And then they lost tonight to the Bruins. What was the final score tonight again? Uh, four one. Four one. So really just a lot of. Flyers haven't put up much offense and they've let up a bunch of goals in these games. Like, you know, if you want to talk about a John Madden formula right there, Hey, look, team that scores more goals is going to win. Boom. That's exactly the name of the game. And the Flyers have not been winning it. And one of the funniest things that's happened is they had two losses to the Blue Jackets and Johnny Gaudreau naturally went (laughs) ham in those games. Four points in two (laughs) games played. One goal, three assists. He was just buzzing around the ice. And, you know, it's almost like he had some motivation. Almost. Makes you wonder what happened. Makes you wonder. And if only the Flyers could get a guy like that. If only there was a way that wasn't difficult to get oh. a guy like that. But it's too hard. It's, it's No, it's it's just impossible. That would never happen, Steve. It would like, never happen. Who, who would... Like, everyone knows that no one from Philadelphia grew up playing hockey. Like no one from the South Jersey, Philadelphia. I mean, the Flyers did bring playing no, hockey they, and became an NHL player. No, they brought somebody home. They brought somebody home. It's just not the guy we wanted oh, to bring home. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Good old t- TDA baby. T. Well, that's what we need. That's what we were hoping for. He's turned it all around. Yeah. No, the whole. I mean, the whole franchise is better. For having TDA. Yeah, it's a hundred percent, and they just feature him everywhere. It's God, that crazy. sounds like such a STD. <laughs> hey, dude, I was just with this girl. I think I got TDA. Do you have TDA? We could fire. A, we could file a class action lawsuit <laughs> if you do. <laughs> Better Chuck call Saul. Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, Saul. Where is Saul yeah. Goodman when you need him to file a class action lawsuit against Chuck Fletcher for this uh, severe case of TDA that we're dealing with? Yeah, it's a severe case. But you know what? Like, we're joking about TDA. TDA, honestly, ain't the problem. The problem is Chuck Fletcher. Like, someone, I mean. I mean, he's, really I'd say he's part of the problem, um, but. 
Yeah, but I mean, like to me, when it comes to like the team, if I'm gonna overall, if I'm gonna scheme, complete, if I'm gonna give a quick blurb, okay, this is I, as much as I want to talk about this fucking guy. His offense has been pretty much what you know what was advertised. He's contributed offensively. It's good, but yeah. he is very shitty on defense. Well, to his defense, oh, everyone on that defense is shitty at defense. So right, but you know, it's not great. He's the first pairing guy, so maybe he should be okay at defense. Yeah, in my opinion, and so is Provorov, and he got fucking dunked oh, on tonight. My God, so, did he get fucking? What dunked was on that? tonight? That was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. David Krejci, who's like sixty years old, was zooming by yeah. him, and then who did he get completely manhandled by? Um, fuck, I can't remember. I'm gonna look it up real quick. But but it, it was nasty. Yeah. Like he just, oh my god, Perron did not so, have a good game. So bad. And this guy is supposed to be your defensive specialist because you're saying, okay, well, if you're an optimist for the Flyers this year, you're thinking, okay, Provorov can concentrate on the defensive TDAs, doing the puck handling and the offensive stuff, right. and that should balance each other out. It was Pavel Zaka, I believe, who completely muscled Ivan Provorov on that crunchy yes. goal. It was bad. It was bad. Pavel Zaka is not a guy who should be muscling you out either. Like, he's a fine player, <laughs> but he ain't, like, a muscle-you-out guy. He's 6'3", 210, pretty good size, but that's not, like, it's not like Rasmus Ristolainen's, like, muscling you out there, you know? Well, 6'3", 210, I mean... It's a good size. That's it's a good big. size, but Ivan Provorov should be able to handle that. And Pavel Zaka's not exactly, like the most talented player in the world. He's a pretty, like, I don't know, like a B hockey player. I wouldn't even put him as a B. Right. He's like player. a C hockey player. Pavel Zaka. Like the thing with him is he's not flashy, but like, I don't think that means he's not strong as fuck, but he you shouldn't be I mean? manhand. Like, if you're Ivan Provorov who, you know, you're not exactly like a sh- tiny yeah. guy yourself. You should be able to, you would like that to happen. But, like, sometimes with guys like that who are just, like, really strong, they can just fuck you up sometimes. And, like, Provorov's got weight I'm on not him. trying to defend Provorov. Provorov's 6'1", 215. So, like, oh, okay. you know, he's not, like, that yeah. much smaller than him. He should be able to, you know, he shouldn't get manhandled like that is what I'm trying to say. Like, he sh- it, it, yeah. it should be a little bit more even. And he just got friggin' just owned there. Completely owned. Right, yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. Like, we bottom line is we need to see more from the entire defense. It's not just TDA. It's not just Provorov. I mean, we need to see more from Sanheim too. Like, he just got this big contract. Um, I would like to see a lot more from him. Um, I would love to see a lot more from Ristolainen, but I don't think that's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> honestly, honestly, the best the best defenseman on the well, I no, I shouldn't say this, but like. I was going to say the best defenseman on the team, or maybe I'll say this. The most reliable defenseman on the team is probably Justin Braun. Like, at least with Justin Braun, you know exactly what you're going to get every single night, and it's consistent. There's, like, Justin Braun never really has a bad game. Well, he doesn't really. He, he does like, kind of just has a game. Yeah, but he always just does what he does. Sure. He never does anything flashy. Great. But he's not going to, like, he never hurts the team. But he you know also I mean? gets, I think he gets like the least amount of ice time out of most of the defensemen. I'm going to look at the ice time for probably tonight because he's like 38 years old. Right. But like, I don't know when you're not 34. really out there in the tough minutes, though, is it even 
fair to say you're doing that great a job. Let's see. Nick Sealer had the least amount of ice time. He had 15-13. Braun had 17-32. TDA had 26-44. Holy shit. Yeah, he went after him. Good lord. Sanheim had 19-34. Provarov had 23-25. So, you know, uh, everybody's prodigal son, the prodigal son is getting a ton of ice time from old uh, kicked in the face by a horse, Tortorella. And... What is going on? What is, what is this team? It's 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 fucking doozy, Steve. It's a fucking <laughs> it's, doozy. It's Buckle else. up, motherfucker. It's just going to get fun from here. Yeah. And on top of all of this, you know, uh, there's been very little offense in the past week. And to make matters worse, to add injury to insult Travis Konechny, who leads the team in goals with seven, I believe leads the team in points with 19, went down with an injury tonight and that you actually do legitimately hate to see because Travis Konechny is, he's one of the, the flyers that I think a lot of us are consistently rooting for. We want him to do well. Mm -hmm. We like him and we want him to take steps. And it actually has looked like he stepped up and made it a little bit more of his team this season. He's taken strides that are encouraging and it's, I hope whatever injury has is just a temporary setback and he's right back at it because he's one of the few guys that I've really been encouraged by this season. Yeah. Like the thing with him is like, it's so funny because for years I like, I've always looked at TK as just like the little like scrappy do on the team. Like just like the little, the little silly guy. TK <laughs> You know power. what I mean? And like, Yeah. But like this year, like, like I know he doesn't wear an A on his chest. I I think it's still only Lawton who's wearing any letter on his chest. But like, if if the fly, like let's pretend the Flyers had to give a, a letter to three people, Konechny would be wearing a letter. I think. Like I truly believe he's kind of regarded as like one of the leaders now, which is so funny because he was so not that. Just. Maybe behind closed doors, he he was more of a leader than we thought. But, like, he never gave off, like, leader vibes last season. Um, sure. Because there was there was Giroux. There, was, there were all these other guys who were considered, like, the leaders. And now it's, like, Konechny. And it's really cool to see him make that pro, that kind of that jump in as, like, a, as like a veteran now in the locker room. And he's been playing so well. And, of course... It's only appropriate that he gets hurt. Yeah. But again, we, we don't have an update yet. We don't know how severe it's going to be. But if we're just talking yeah. hypotheticals here, this team, which is already starting to struggle, and you could argue this team's been struggling all along. Carter Hart's really just been phenomenal, at least until the past week or so. Uh, this team, yeah. really, I don't know. We've been talking. I don't know who's going to put up the offense, and TK's been the one guy really doing it. Who really puts up the offense if he's out for any significant amount of time? I mean, you've got Farabee's at least starting to look a little bit more like Joel Farabee because he's bouncing back from a tough injury. Yeah. And Kevin Hayes actually, I think, has had a nice start to the season, too. He's uh, second on the point. Yeah, he is. Second on the team in points with 16, so Kevin Hayes has stepped it up. But, you know, outside of those Owen guys, Tippett. Owen, Tippett, got... Owen Tippett actually yeah. had a nice goal tonight. He's He's been playing well. Like, very well. Yeah. I'm really happy with what I'm seeing from Owen Tippett. Um, but, like, aside from Hayes, um, Tippett, uh, and who's uh, Farabee, um, I mean, you have, like, these little incremental goal scorers who, like, like Noah Cates, for example. Um, I, I love his game, 
and he's been playing well. And I think I think uh, John Tortorella, John Tortorella loves him. I really um, like what Noah Cates. He, is he seems. I, I think he's very fast out there. Same. I think he's looked really. I thought he he had a really nice night with Tippett and Morgan Frost. Yes, but like I love Noah Cates, but like he's not like a top scorer. He should not be one of the top scorers on the team. He's a middle six guy. It almost feels like he's, yeah. Like it feels like he should, it feels like he's going to have like as many points as like Scott Lawton or some shit. And like, that's weird. And it's, it's concerning. Like we knew that the flyers were going to have a hard time scoring goals, but like, this is really bad. And then Morgan Frost has done absolutely jack shit to make to give anyone any confidence in him. Like he looked that, good that tonight. first game of the year. The, I mean, he did, he did okay, but like, where's that every night? Where's the consistency? You know what I mean? Like there's no consistency. Sometimes it's like you forget he's even playing in the game. Um, and he just, I remember that first game of the season against the devils. He had that two goal game and I was like, Holy fuck, this is awesome. Like, hopefully this is the start of like Morgan Frost being like, you know, like becoming like a quint- like an important player in the lineup in like the middle six. Um, and he has just not done much of anything. Yeah, I, he's and one of those guys I think is still finding tonight. his game to be totally high. If I'm being the Morgan Frost optimist, I think he's still finding his game. He has four points in 15 games. I, I well, He hasn't found his game, clearly. Why are you picking on a Morgan Frost when I mean, you have a whole roster of disappointments that you can pick on? Because they are what they are. Like, Scott Lawton's got six points. I love Scott Lawton, but he is somebody I'm expecting more offense out of than Morgan Frost. Yeah. Well, not me. Like, I would like to... I. You think you, you're not expecting, more, you're not expecting more offense from Scott Lawton than Morgan Frost? Going into the season, I was hoping that Morgan Frost no, would take a step No, stop it. You're just, be... you're just hating. Oh, yes. You're just hating right now. No. Oh, no. You I was are. Legit you are. You're just like, hating. I You've had like... it out for Morgan Frost from day one. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Well, actually, let me let me rephrase. Yes, I am hating. You're totally but, hating. I'm definitely hating. But I feel... It, well, let me rephrase again. I don't want to say I hate Morgan. I don't hate Morgan. Like, I'm rooting for Morgan Frost. No, no, there's a difference so between hate and hating. There is actually a difference there. It sounds stupid, but there is. Yeah, well, yeah. But you're yeah. hating. But, like, yeah. I I just, I don't have faith in Morgan Frost. Well, sure. And uh, but fighting your game is different than succeed. having faith in a guy. But, like, how long are we going to wait for him to find his game? I think you give him all season, and then if he doesn't find shit, you kick him to the curb. This season is not about points in the standings. This season isn't about, you know, actually. This is about seeing what guys actually have, which is why I like seeing Konechny step up to the plate. Why I like seeing Owen Tippett actually finish sometimes and get goals. And, yeah, I don't like what I've seen out of Borgen Frost, but I want him to find consistency keep playing him, keep riding him, figure out what kind of player he is. And if he's nothing, just cut him after the season. Who gives a shit? But you give well, him the, the season yeah, to like, figure I it agree. out. I agree, but like, I feel like... I don't think you can... Like, it's not Owen even Tippett Christmas. Clearly... You can't just say he's a piece of shit before Christmas. No, no, no. 
Well, he's right now. He's not playing well. I I agree. I think I agree. everyone can agree. But, but I don't think everyone he, agrees okay, that he's not but, playing well. Okay, why are we arguing so much about Morgan Frost, who's like not even Morgan? A for, yeah, how did this player? even happen? Yeah, I don't well, because you were saying like, oh, who's going to provide the offense? Not Morgan Frost. Well, yeah, because Morgan Frost isn't a guy I would really expect to. The guys I'm expecting to. Well, everybody's fucking hurt. Everybody's hurt. Jan- James Van Riemsdyk is your best pure goal scorer on the team. He's hurt. Wade Allison is a guy who we always have expectations for. And yet again, another injury for Wade Allison, who I love, but I friggin' just want him to get some indestructible yeah. body parts. I think the reason I bring up Morgan Frost is former first round pick, 19 points, 24 games last year with the Phantoms. He went the fuck off in the OHL with uh, the Sioux Greyhounds. Um, like he's shown flashes of offense before, like very, like very skillful, impressive offense. Yeah. The and NHL is a different game. Though. not working. The NHL it's is totally different. Totally it's, different. I mean, I, I wonder yeah. if he's one of those guys, if he goes somewhere else and they figure out how to better utilize him, that might work. But I, I you know, I, absolutely. I, I don't know. I don't know at this point. I I gotta see the rest of the season. I gotta see what else he can do, unless they find somebody who really wants to trade for him at the deadline. Uh, but he's not the guy. The Flyers like, are gonna like. I would love to see some offense out Flyers, of him, but I don't know. I don't know who's gonna score yeah. because this team is just so friggin' shallow on offense. Yeah. The Flyers are gonna trade Morgan Frost to like Tampa, and Tampa's gonna like he's he's gonna finish with like. Like, like at the trade deadline, they'll trade him to like Tampa and he's going to get like 13 points in 18 games or some shit. Something stupid. <laughs> I mean, we thought that a lot of people you were saying that about like, Phil Myers, you know, going into the season with Tampa and yeah, I don't even think I mean, he made the team. Yeah. I mean, we'll but, see what happens, yeah, but all I'm trying to say is there's a lot of people that you can point fingers at and I want more out of Morgan Frost, but I don't think he's one of those guys that I'm like, well, Morgan Frost is it like. I just don't. The team sucks. Is I think what I'm ultimately trying to get. Yes, at. Yes, it's not good. It's They're a just, bad team. There isn't that much talent, and unfortunately, we're starting to see more of that. Like it was a fun start. You got some wins, right? Yeah. But it's rough riding ahead. Okay, like just looking at this week, the direct week ahead. Okay, you've got Montreal, who's been a little bit better than expected. I mean, you know, we talked about Cole, <laughs> Cole Caulfield. Caulfield revenge game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got calgary who's pretty good nazim kadri and all that you know uh, yeah. huberto has been a disappointment for them but that team's still pretty stacked still pretty good washington's been a disappointment to this point but you've got alex ovechkin come on you know it's washington and washington and the flyers yeah. always have tough games always pittsburgh same thing disappointment to this point but they're the pittsburgh friggin penguins on the black friday game which if I may get on my soapbox for a second, I think it's bullshit that the Black Friday game is at 5.30 now. 5.30? The Black Friday game, that shit used to start basically in the morning, okay? It would start yeah. so early, and they <laughs> like bumped this shit to 5.30. This sucks. They make it later and later. It's going to be starting at midnight before you know it. Come on. Let's restore this yeah. back to early in the day. I remember a few years ago, I went to the Black Friday game with a guy, and... He was we were just like slamming drinks like left and right. I actually left like drunk at like two in the afternoon. 
Yeah, it's it's yeah, they're getting too far. But away anyway, from it. the Penguins, you know the Islanders, yeah. who they never have a good time against the Islanders. Even I don't even know shit about no, the Islanders this terrible. year, but they never have a good time against them. So this week, the next week ahead looks brutal. Doesn't get any better than that. Tampa Bay, New Jersey, Colorado, Washington, Vegas. Yikes! So now that we're talking about like the Metropolitan Division and everything, I do want to point out at the beginning of the season. I said I predicted the Devils would make the playoffs, um, and you laughed at me, Steve. I did. You laughed and laughed and laughed, and you know what? I laughed at myself. I thought I was such a fool, a buffoon, even. And now they're on a fucking eleven game winning streak. What the fuck is happening right now? You did like, definitely. I will say fucking- this: you definitely did not see an eleven game winning streak happening. Oh, good God, no! I no. thought they would like limp into the playoffs and be a first round exit. We'll see what happens, though, because what I have to say about this is we've seen the Flyers win 10 games in a row in a season, but we've also seen them lose 10 games in a row in the same season. The same season, yeah. Uh, And you know what? Here's the funny thing. The Flyers, they had two 10-game losing streaks last season, right? Wasn't it two separate ones? I believe it was. They were bad. So they had two separate 10-game losing streaks last season. They're already halfway there this season. They're they're in the middle of a five game losing streak right now. Do they get to ten? I think they do. Can't, let's get to ten, baby. Let's do it. Let's tank. Let's get to tank, 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 tank. Frank the tank. Let's But yeah, the Devils man, Steve. But Connor Connor Bedard did some wild shit tonight. I would love it. I would love nothing more in this world. And I would love if the Devils eked into the playoffs and lost in the first round and didn't get into the draft lottery because those bastards have gotten enough number one they draft picks. Yeah. Yeah. I've had enough of it. Win. I don't want any more. Uh, the Devils, yeah, they're on an 11-game win streak. They beat the Leafs tonight, which is funny because, you know, laughing at the Leafs is always funny. And, it's yeah, man, like, I, I, I'm going to look up the stats on the Devils because I don't even know anything about that team. <laughs> I know nothing about the Devils except Jack Hughes is pretty good. And I think Keishir's been actually, you know, another guy I kind of slammed as being just okay. He's got eight goals this year. Keishir's actually having a nice year. Uh, 17 points, eight yeah, goals. Uh, their point leader is Jesper Brett, 22 points. Jack Hughes has 19. Keishir's got 18. Dougie Hamilton's got 14. Tatar's got 11. So, that team has just, they've had the guys they've needed to step up, step up. And I guess they're just getting enough goaltending because I know the goaltending was a concern for them. And yeah. it's certainly not coming from Mackenzie Blackwood, but. <laughs> yeah, no. No. Well, Mackenzie but, Blackwood's 4-2. You know I mean, so he's, he's doing all right. Vitek Vanacek is, wow, Vitek Vanacek is 7-1-0. With a 217 GAA. Did not see that coming. And who the hell is Akira Schmid? Well, he's 2-0. I don't even know who that guy is. I believe that's an R&B singer, Steve. A what? An R&B singer. Oh, Akira Schmid? I thought that was a celebrated anime. (laughs) That too. Akira Schmid was born in the year 2000 beautiful yeah what God, a voice. that's very young well thank you that's a I got an old what else do we even right have, what, what else do we even have on the let me see <laughs> what else you don't even want to talk okay. about hockey anymore uh, you've so had i'll enough. be honest with you 
I'm just done with hockey. You're done like, with I'm hockey. Done with just hockey. Hard turn it's, away. It's eleven thirteen. It is eleven thirteen. I'm tired. You're tired. Okay. It's eleven thirteen. Well, fine. I, then so I do want to. We'll make our hard pivot <laughs> into the. Did you know? Because I found out after last week's show that I have been wrongly assuming throughout my life that. <laughs> Marv Albert and Kenny Albert were brothers, and apparently Kenny Albert is Marv Al- Marv Albert's son. I had no idea. <laughs> so Quiggs, I was asking, I asked a couple listeners, what is something that you thought you knew but you were wrong about and felt like a total dumbass afterwards? I, I asked you this. I haven't heard anything yet, but uh, I'll let you think about that for another minute while I get a couple of the listener yes. responses up. We didn't get a ton, but we got a, a, a couple from some of our wonderful listeners. So starting off with Snapple Apple, who said, my wife and I were meal planning for the week. And I said, we needed to add craisins to the list because we only had dried cranberries in the pantry. I thought for my whole life that they were two different things. And my wife had to nicely explain that they were the same thing. I don't think I knew that either. <laughs> Yeah, I would have never known that, no. actually. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. So, okay. Do you have another one? I have a couple more, yeah. Okay, all right. Because I have mine, but I want you to go with these two. Okay, so Steve from the Way Out of Here pod said, For years, I thought a head of garlic was a clove of garlic. Needless to say, my cooking became much less garlicky after learning the truth. You know, I've always kind of also... Wait, what, so What is a head of garlic? So a head of garlic's like the whole thing of garlic, where a clove is just one section of it. Oh. So okay. you didn't know that either, did you? No. So if you're following... <laughs> if you were following a recipe and they said a clove of garlic, you would just like peel every piece of garlic and add that shit. And whole thing. you would just kill yeah. every vampire for a mile around. Damn right. <laughs> there no we go. blood sucking going on in this house. No blood sucking at all. Definitely not. And then one other one we got was from <laughs> Chadley Head, who said, God and Sad are the same guy, right? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> they absolutely are. They have to be. Yeah, yeah. they have to be. Have you thought of one, all or right, are you just, so like, mine... actually a real genius? Uh, oh, I got it. I got it. No. Okay. And this is, like, so fucking insanely embarrassing. I remember one year, it was Mother's Day. And my mom was like, I want to go to breakfast. And we we're like, okay, where do you want to go? And she was like, uh, she's like, oh, I want to go to IHOP. And I was like, fuck that. I don't want to go to IHOP. I want to go to the International House of Pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know that IHOP and the International House of Pancakes are the same thing. Wow. And for some reason, I was like, I was like very against going to IHOP, but I was very for going to International House Fucking of Pancakes. That they got morning. nothing on the International House of Pancakes. Nothing at all, Steve. It's nothing. it's not even not even the same ballpark. They don't and have so shit. I remember saying that out loud, and my entire family just shit all over me. Deservedly. <laughs> yeah, that would that was be a the dumbest thing right anyone has family. ever said. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Like, what an idiot. That's great. Yeah, my family would never let me live that down. Like the last time I hung out with my extended family it was uh my dad popped up into town my dad now lives in south carolina and he popped back up to get some more stuff that he left at his old house and we got dinner real quick with like his sisters which who are my aunts and um his father my grandfather and um 
one of my sisters came out and a bunch of us ordered pulled pork from this place and I ordered it. I'm not a big coleslaw guy, as uh, people know from all my dunking on Pittsburgh. Not a big coleslaw guy. And I asked for my pulled pork without coleslaw. Everybody else got it just at, straight up. And they just dunked on me for the rest of the night about coleslaw. They're like, hey, Steve, you want this coleslaw? <laughs> and just, like, just put it on my plate. I'm like, what is wrong with you maniacs? <laughs> Owned. Owned. Just in my loud-ass family, just screaming. You probably could have heard them for a mile away. We were in South Jersey, sitting out there yeah. at this bar, and just like, you probably could have heard them for miles, just like dunking on me about coleslaw. That's a good one. They are, I, they're yeah. just all I, w- I would say, yeah. Yeah. But no, them, like, I mean. Them Jacos, no, yeah. them Jaycots. All maniacs, every one of them. Let me tell you. Then that's, that explains where I come from. So, my final note of the night. The depths of hell. From the depths of hell. From the depths of hell. Yeah. Come the Jacobs. The Jacots, if you're a weirdo. No, that's half my family. Oh, I was oh. saying me. You you guys seem like actual humans. No, we're not. No. All demons. <laughs> I got stories. <laughs> all demons, yeah. Oh yeah. I got stories. For days I got stories, let me tell you. And speaking of demons, the last note here, I've been playing a shit ton of God of War Ragnarok lately. Just uh, playing it nonstop. It's awesome. Having I got a, a PS5. You got a PS5? Wunderbar. Dude, it finally fucking happened. Hell hey, yeah. I saw online. It was like, if you want a PS5, they're at Walmart right now, and it's the Ragnarok bundle. And oh, nice. It. it comes with God of War Ragnarok. I can't fucking wait. It comes later this week. Oh, dude, I'm having such a blast with Ragnarok. I am loving it. I am beating the shit out of demons all day. I'm, I'm just having a great time. And I saw some interesting video game news this week. And I'm wondering if, so in this God of War, you know, in the previous God of Wars, Kratos has taken on, you know, the Greek pantheon and stuff like that. And he's, and then these, this game in the previous game, he's been taking on the Norse pantheon, like Thor and Odin and all them. So after he's gone through the Norse pantheon, what's next? Does he take on Christianity itself? And I'm wondering this because I read the news that there's a Jesus Christ video game coming out called I Am Jesus Christ, where (laughs) you go around, like, doing Jesus shit, like, you know, making loaves and fish (laughs) and turning water into wine. And I I need Kratos to take on the Holy Spirit and, and Jesus and all the apostles. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, Jesus needs to be taken down a peg or two. Like, he's... <laughs> I mean... You got that ego. Like, you better... Like, listen, you talk shit, you get hit. That's how it goes. You talk and shit, so, you get hit. Yeah. Take ice axe to the face, Kratos Jesus. don't put up with that. He doesn't. He just grunts. Kratos, you don't want to mess with Kratos. He screams and grunts and makes Emily just annoyed by all the sounds that come out of the TV. Ares! Emily does not enjoy when I play God of War because it's just a lot of like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> she hates it she hates it that's exactly what it is it's, it's a lot it's like just that grunting and screaming for like hours until you're done playing I love it it's great so I need I need God of War versus Christianity and then I need religion all-star smash brother <laughs> Okay, so I, I need Jesus taking oh, on, yeah. you know, all the other gods and everything in a Smash Brothers style game. I'm all about that. And then for this Jesus game, I'm wondering, is there 
you know, because DLC is a big part. Downloadable content is such a big part of video games nowadays. And everybody needs different skins for the characters, okay? So we could get, like, you know, some some golden armor for Jesus or something like that. People love that shit. Yeah. You know, different armors is always a big thing. Uh, it could be Buddy Christ Oh, my God, we Dogma. could get eight pound six, eight pound six ounce baby Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. All that kind of stuff. We could get the Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, animal cracker Jesus. I'm all about that. Oh yeah. You ate the baby Jesus. I I didn't know. It was, I thought it was an animal <laughs> cookie. Great curb your enthusiasm. Have episode. you seen Have you seen the movie Jesus Christ Vampire Slayer? I've not. Is that just like Abraham Lincoln oh, Vampire Slayer? It's good. Or Va- Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, I believe it's called. Uh I think that movie has a much higher budget. <laughs> I'll have to check this out if this exists anywhere Jesus, besides DVD on the subway. Jesus Christ Vampire Slayer's budget was probably like grand total $1,000. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Like grand total. So you could get Jesus Christ Vampire Slayer in there. But the the number one DLC I need for the Jesus Christ game is I need his, his stepfather, Joseph, to have... The T-shirt that says, "I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped up." <laughs> Have you ever seen that Photoshop? No. That's an all-timer. Is Joseph wearing the "I'm not the it. stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped up" shirt? It's so good. That's like one of the funniest goddamn boardwalk shirts I see every year on the Wildwood Boardwalk. <laughs> I need I'm looking this up right now. It's so good. It makes me like cackle with like, and this is the kind of shit I see on Twitter that I'm going to miss when Twitter just, you know, it's the crapper, which hasn't happened yet, but I hope it doesn't. Cause I need to see this kind of shit. I need this tent, this tangy tent. Oh, this is so good. It's great. It's perfection. <laughs> and so this is him and Mary and that's little Jesus right there. Yeah. Yeah. Holding the little bundle of flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the three wise men could be in the uh, religion all-star Smash Brothers. You know, just hire me, Activision, or whoever the hell's making this game, and I'll I'll get it all done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, folks. That's all we got, and it was plenty. And we will be back. So programming note for next week. We plan on recording early next week. So you're going to get two very quick flips, and then... I guess we're going to be back in the early in the week model, hopefully moving forward until next year. Who who knows what the hell will happen. But thanks so much for listening to us. We truly do appreciate it. For now, the best place to reach us is on twitter.com.org.edu.ca.musk. Quiggs, where can people find you on Twitter for now? <laughs> you can find me at, at Ryan Quiggs, but when Twitter dies, you can also find me on the Instagram at Ryan Quiggs. It might be dead by what the time he? this episode even posts. It might be. It might be. Because I don't know. I, I'm probably going to edit it in the morning. And who knows? It will even be up in the morning. So we'll, we'll see what happens there, folks. Who knows but if the sun will rise in the morning? I'm yeah. hoping. I'm hoping. If I have to watch another Flyers game like that, I'm hoping it doesn't. Jeez. Come on. Go birds. I know they lost one game, but we still got the birds.
No, I'm. T- well, yeah, that's true. I'm saying there's other things for the sun to rise for, you know, besides the Philadelphia Flyers. Yes, the Sixers are getting back on track, and B dropped 59 points the other night. Uh, the Birds are still yeah. eight and one. They lost one game, but now they're just going to come out with a vengeance for the next few games. Okay, they're going to beat Jeff Saturday this weekend, who just got hired off the street. I think Jim Ursay saw him on TV, pointed at him like once upon a time in Hollywood, and said, "That's my coach." I got to say, the Colts game feels like an Eagles loss to me. What do you mean? No fucking way. It really does. I don't know why. Like, You want a friendly wager on this? Oh, I'm not that confident in my Well, no, no, no. It's not going to be a financial wager, okay? It's going to be a flight wager, okay? So if we... Oh, okay, yeah. When we speak next. All right, so we'll make it... If I... If I win... If the birds win... You have to watch a movie of my choice and talk about it on the show. Oh. Okay. Okay. So I can either give you an option for if the Colts win for me to do, or you can come up with something. So the one I'll give you is I can do an impression of your choosing, something I would let Craig do every now and then. So I could do any voice you want me to try and do to certain limits. There are certain limits to this one I could try and do or come up with something else. I could watch a movie of your choice. I could watch a music video of your choice. You say whatever you think. Okay. I'll have to think about it. All right. Like, I'll have to think about what I'll make you do. But like, yeah, I'm down. All right. Good. Good. Okay. So this is our friendly wager. We'll talk about it on the next episode. Uh, Whatever happens, we'll, we'll tweet or Instagram about it. You know, whatever the decision is there. But uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at FlyPurbly or Bomb. If it's for hockey purposes, make it FlyPurbly. FlyPurbly is on Instagram and I do post every new episode to the stories there. So you can always check that out. Uh, I joined the Discord that Kelly set up. So I might be in there sometimes. Probably not too much, but maybe occasionally. I joined Mastodon. I don't know what that means, but I'm on there. Uh <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we could just meet at Broad and Shunk and uh, just drink some 40s. That sounds good, right? We'll do that. Let's just meet at Triangle Tavern. I love the Triangle. I'm all about that. So, all right, folks. We do thank you for listening. I'm running out of gas. It's time to go. But we love and cherish you all so, so much. And until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey. Wow, 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 wow.